Hello, it's great to see you again, and welcome back to another installment of Advance Your Wealth with Homer Smith. I'm your host, Ryan Ruff. Homer, he'll be joining, as always, just in a few moments. Uh, but first, just wanted to kind of set the scene for what our show looks like today. As you know, Homer and I, we tackle a new complex topic each time we get together for this show. Today, we've got a good one for you. I know it's not the um, most interesting of topics when it comes to your wealth plan and portfolio, but it's very important, and it's one that you most certainly should consider at Homer's got a few reasons as to why today so with that let's go ahead and bring on homer homer great to see you today how you doing man i'm doing well thanks ryan for hosting again hey no problem it's good to be here I'm, i always look forward to our conversations and today we've got a really good one we know you're a firm believer that life insurance should be a key part of most people's wealth plan so tell us why that is exactly why do you believe that's the case yeah, and to your point that you've already mentioned, I think a, a key component you've got to consider around life insurance is how it really fits into the the bigger wealth plan. You know, none of the solutions we provide our clients, in particular life insurance, it, it doesn't exist in a vacuum, uh, but it can impact many parts of your financial life. And so, you know, we we can't look at it in isolation, but really as a, a component of the broader picture. You know, the challenge I've seen a lot with life insurance and and people's lack of interest in talking about it is, you know, unfortunately. There, there has been a lot of, uh, you know, uh, maybe not intentional, but uh, people who are insurance advisors only, where their only solution is life insurance. And so when everything, you know, is life insurance, uh, clients can often feel like, you know, they didn't get the best solution for their goal. So and so that's why it's important that you really got to incorporate in, in terms of the larger wealth plan because it is a versatile tool. It can be something that can solve a lot of goals for business owners um, and wealthy and successful families. So it is really uh, important to see how it might fit into your overall financial goals. Yeah, Homer, and to take a little bit of a step backwards, could you kind of jump into really the overall importance of wealth planning and, and the process really of developing that big picture wealth plan for yourself? Why is that so important to do? Yeah, and I think I think this really goes along with you know, our, our focus on looking at the big picture and comprehensive planning, because just like uh, investment planning only focuses on investments, insurance planning might only focus on insurance. You know, in order to really look at your overall goals, we have to look at the big picture and how all of these things fit together. And, you know, combining the right technical expertise with the very best legal tax um, and investment strategies uh, and financial strategies, pulling that all together in a syn synergistic manner you know, tailored to your individual needs is really uh, how you're going to find out if, you know, life insurance is the right fit for, for your overall situation. So really, it, it has to come down to what's most important for you. What are your needs? What are your wants? You know, it's interesting to hear you frame it that way. To me, it sounds like the focus, you know, is more on the person and not necessarily the product. In other words, am I, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, a hundred percent, you know, in, really what we define this as the term we use for this is the human element and how we define that is you know understanding everything and everyone that's important to you as a client and everything and everyone that's impacted by your financial decisions so uh, at the end of the day you take center stage and the solutions the the strategies um, are carefully deployed around your specific situation but it's not about the solutions the strategies it really is about you first and finding out what's most important to you and then identifying what are the right solutions and strategies that fit around that. Mm, Roger that. So are, are there any signs or, or indicators, Homer, that you can identify within your own situation that should tell you that wealth planning is an action step that you really should be you know, considering to take? You know, are there any of signs that people should be looking out for? 
Yeah, I think there's a few questions you can ask yourselves and, and really in particular to life insurance as well to, to know, you know, should I be considering this as part of my bigger wealth plan? And so first one is, you know, do you want to make certain that the financial welfare of your loved ones and even the causes you care about are properly, properly taken care of uh, uh, down the road? Another one is, do you want to be confident that your wealth is going to be there when you need it, um, especially if you know, we're, people are living much longer today. So what happens if you make it to 90, 100 even, you know, is there going to be something there to provide for your family? And then especially for business owners, you know, for whether it's essential personnel or an equity partner, um, are you concerned that you, you're, the business is going to be able to sustain if there was an uncertain, you know, or unexpected death uh, related to the business? So and so it, really, at oh, the end sorry, of the day, if you answer to yes to, sorry, if you answer yes to any of those uh, questions, um, then really you need to be thinking about the bigger picture wealth plan. Right, because those are three massive questions that can change the course of your wealth plan as a whole. So why not be prepared for them? Why not consider these uh, You know, when you're launching into just the thought or the conversation surrounding your personal portfolio? But let's let's switch gears. Let's get back onto the life insurance side of things. And let's talk about the part that, you know, life insurance specifically plays within the wealth planning process. Sure. Yeah. The way I look at life insurance is much like a Swiss army knife and, you know, like that highly recognizable tool, uh, it can serve multiple purposes and get multiple jobs done. Uh, but also life insurance isn't a magic bullet. And just like a Swiss army knife, you know, can't provide, isn't the tool for all situations. Life insurance isn't the solution for all goals either. So again, it has to come back to how it fits into the overall wealth plan. Uh, but it is a nice uh, tool because it's so versatile and it can serve a really powerful role. We just have to find what that right role is in your particular situation. So then what would you highlight to show that life insurance offers just so much versatility? You had mentioned earlier that it is an effective and versatile tool within the wealth plan. You know, what would you highlight within life insurance that does make it so versatile? Yeah, the first thing I would highlight is the liquidity of life insurance. So, you know, at your passing, life insurance automatically converts to cash. So it provides a lot of flexibility, a lot of liquidity to the estate or to a business, you know, if a particular need came up in, with an unexpected death or even an expected death. Um, the other one is leverage. Another one is leverage. So uh, most life insurance policies, permanent policies in particular, are structured in a way that most often you're going to end up putting in a lot fewer dollars into the policy then you get out when the policy pays out at the end of the day. So, um, and a lot of that, um, that you, what you can build up inside of that policy from a cash value standpoint can be um, very tax efficient. So a lot of leverage related to life insurance. And then finally is a, is a level of certainty. So if you structure life insurance correctly, and if you update it um, and review it regularly, uh, there's a level of certainty because you know that that policy is going to be there when you need it the most. Um, so, so those are the three things, liquidity, leverage, and certainty. So given that flexibility and those three elements of liquidity, leverage, and, and certainty, you know, Homer, are there multiple goals then that life insurance should be helping someone strive towards in that? Yeah, I think yeah, the ones that I look at where life insurance can be one of the, or if not the most cost effective way to provide for an outcome for a client is uh, the first one is providing for uh, the people you care about or causes you care about. Uh, two, it's uh, providing cash and, and the ability to build up cash value for a future need. And then finally, it's around uh, providing money to address key business concerns, 
whether again, it's a key employee or uh, an equity partner. So those are the three areas that I think that life insurance is an extremely cost-effective and, and, and good way to help provide for those outcomes. Well, that's really interesting, Homer. In those three, there's a lot to unpack there. A lot of reasoning and methodology behind those three reasonings. So, or those three outcomes, rather. So, to me, that tells me that life insurance can clearly help with financial support for your family. And I'd imagine that that's kind of the chief reason, you know, that people would buy life insurance in the first place. Am I right in saying that? Like, can we unpack those those three outcomes? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the first one, well, really, I think high level, you know, one of the challenges with life insurance uh, beyond just, you know, whether you know people feel like they were, you know, uh, it was the right solution when they were, were provided for that solution. Uh, it, really, to talk about life insurance, you really got to address death. Um, and that can be a tough subject for people to want to talk about and thinking about uh, their ultimate demise. And so it, it doesn't change the fact that you're going to die at some point. Um, but importantly, something you need to think about is when you do, um, there's a lot of things that life insurance can provide for. And so on that personal side, in terms of taking care of the people you care about or organizations you care about, um, first one, one of the areas that really helps in is estate taxes. Uh, right now, there's a lot of conversation on what might happen to estate taxes and step up in basis. And so uh, providing a, a liquid way for your family to have uh, capital available to pay estate taxes, uh, life insurance is one of the best, if not the only solution uh, to do that. Another one is just to create a liquid estate at all. Oftentimes, the families we work with, you know, a lot of their wealth is tied up in their private business or in real estate. So there's not a lot of liquidity in general. And so at the passing um, of the patriarch or matriarch, oftentimes the business or the real estate has to be sold off in a fire sale to create liquidity um, into the estate. And so having life insurance can uh, allow for, for those uh, needs to not have to happen that way. Um, another way that we look at life insurance as a great tool is around estate equalization. And so we'll relate it back to business owners again. Oftentimes, you know, if you have multiple kids, maybe only one or two of them might be involved in the business. And, and so, you know, at your passing, if you just made all of your sibling or all of your kids equal partners in the business, uh, that could be really challenging from a relationship standpoint. And so using life insurance, you can equalize the estate by providing a similar value to the equity in the business to those kids that aren't involved in the business. And it will you know, help provide a lot more family harmony across the board. And then I think one other one is in charitable planning and, you know, the ability to use specific uh, charitable trusts and wrap life insurance around that. Um, it allows for you to do some planning where not only are you able to take care of the organizations you want, but you can do in a way that you're confident that the rest of your family is going to be taken care of as well. Gotcha. You know, I, I was really interested in the second benefit that you had mentioned there about how life insurance can be used to provide you with cash to help a future need. Could we dive into this a little further and talk about how that can be utilized strategically speaking? Yeah, there, there are certain types of life insurance policies, again, structured correctly and, and, and done correctly, where you can build up a significant amount of investment value, call it cash value instead of a life insurance policy. And again, if structured correctly, the, the growth of that cash value is, is tax deferred. Um, and then the ability to utilize those funds in the future when you pull them out can be completely tax free. And so mm. um, it's, a, it's a huge benefit, whether it's through, again, through a business or through a personal need to build up tax free future income uh, through life insurance. It's one of the only ways um, that you can do that in the investment world. Wow. So, Hobart, you know, a big part of our show, Advancing Your Wealth, you know, is is 
offering suggestions, guidance, help, helpful advice for you know, individuals to apply to their own personal portfolios, their, you know, their businesses as a whole. One of the, you know, the final question that I'd like to dive into you today is, is one that I think applies to just about any one of our listeners, you know, is that the idea behind life insurance, um, or, or, or just the fact of insurance as a whole, there is insurance to be able to benefit people uh, and address their business concerns. If specifically, if you're an entrepreneur, if you are a business owner, so we could, could we talk about a little bit about that? You know, the fact that there is in fact insurance out there for you, the business owner, the entrepreneur, to use to address your business concerns in a beneficial way. Can we talk a little bit about that to end our show today? Yeah, the three uh, business concerns that life insurance can really solve for our first key per we call it key person insurance. And so if there's a key individual that uh, drives a lot of your sales or is the uh, customer relationship to all of your best clients or a critical member of your management team, and if they were to leave um, you know, or, or unexpectedly pass away, would cause some severe economic damage to the business, having life insurance on that key individual where the business is the beneficiary is a critical concern that needs to be addressed. Uh, another one that we see that's often missed is uh, the ability to provide for the funding of a buy-sell agreement between partners. And oftentimes we see, number one, whether those agreements are even in place or not, but if they are, there's not an easy way to fund the buyout of a partner, especially at a death. And so using life insurance to be that funding mechanism can often be a really good solution for that. And then another way is around executive compensation. So uh, oftentimes uh, business owners are hesitant to give up equity. And so they want to find other ways to compensate their top people and putting a deferred compensation and plan, uh, deferred compensation plan in place with using life insurance as one of the options for that can provide a very large benefit uh, for those employees involved. And you can do it in a very tax efficient manner. So utilizing those three solutions can be really fantastic for business owners. So again, it's key person insurance, uh, buy-sell funding, and then some executive compensation opportunities. And, and Homer, I got one last little bonus question for you today. You know, you and I have hammered the topic and the importance around the topic of stress testing. You know, constantly, you know, uh, clients are coming in to have you guys provide a, a very in-depth, customized review of their portfolio to offer suggestions, you know, on how they're going to move forward with their life or their business. Do you find that this life insurance conversation weaves its way into the stress testing process? Yeah, absolutely. Because as a part of the stress test, we look at kind of all facets of their financial lives, whether it's the investments, you know, tax planning, estate planning, asset protection, charitable giving, mm -hmm. and in all of those areas that we review and provide that stress test around, uh, life insurance can potentially be uh, a good solution in one of those areas. And so absolutely, sure. it becomes a critical component uh, to that overall review. Roger that. Well, hey, Homer, you shared a lot of great information for, for myself, for our listeners today. Really appreciate you coming aboard to chat about life insurance and um, looking forward to the next topic as we move down the road here. Thanks a lot, Ryan. Hey, awesome. Well, hey, and we want to thank you specifically, our viewers, our listeners for tuning into another episode of Advance Your Wealth. You know, stick around, check out any other content that exists on our website, our podcasts, all of our platforms moving forward. You know, we'd love to hear some feedback from you and, and even uh, some suggestions on some topics that you'd like to see Homer and I touch on uh, in, the, in the days to come. So with that, for Homer Smith, I'm Ryan Ruff saying so long and we thank you so much for joining us for another edition of Advance Your Wealth. All opinions expressed by Homer Smith are solely Smith's opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Integrated Wealth Concepts, LLC, Integrated, or its parent company or affiliates and may 
have been previously disseminated by Smith on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Smith as a specific inducement to make particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of his opinion. Smith's opinions are based on information he considers reliable, but neither integrated nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. Smith, integrated, its affiliates and or subsidiaries are not under any obligation to update or correct any information provided. Smith's statements and opinions are subject to change without notice. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Neither Smith nor integrated guarantees any specific outcome or profit. You should be aware of the real risk of loss in following any strategy or investment discussed by Smith or anyone else. Strategies or investments discussed may fluctuate in price or value. Investors may get back less than invested. Investments or strategies mentioned on this website or in the show may not be suitable for you. This material does not take into account your particular investment objectives, financial situation, or needs, and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. You must make an independent decision regarding investments or strategies mentioned by Smith. Before acting on information you hear, you should consider whether it is suitable for your particular circumstances and strongly consider seeking advice from your own financial or investment advisor. Investment advice offered through Integrated Financial Partners, a registered investment advisor. Integrated Financial Partners provides investment advisory services through several doing business as names. The information in this material is for general information only and is not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Integrated Financial Partners does not provide legal, tax, mortgage advice, or services. Please consult your legal tax advisor regarding your specific situation.